Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. So Henry is doing service accommodation. He makes two hundred thousand pound profit, uh, and he spent a lot of money on plant uh, equipment and everything else. And the value of his capital allowances, okay, uh, is six hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, over here. Henry's got in the sort of, in the year he spent he cut out the expenditure. Henry's got three choices: claim the whole lot or a smaller amount. Claim eighteen percent or claim nothing. Yeah? What Henry's going to do is, he doesn't want to claim 18%, he's quite smart. He's saying, I'll claim the whole lot. So his profit in his account is £200,000. On his tax return, he's with a 400 grand loss. <coughs> when he goes to see his mortgage broker or his accountant and says, you're buying a new property, can we see your accounts, how much property you've made? He's going to give him this figure here. Nobody knows you've made a taxable loss, apart from you, your accountant, and the revenue. Year two, Henry makes 200 grand profit again. He's got 400 grand loss carried forward. Now he's got 200 grand loss. And the year two, yeah, to carry forward. Year three, makes 200 grand profit. Use the loss. So for the first three years, he's paid no tax whatsoever. He was quite clever. He tend to hold on in advance. Well, you got a good tax advice. Yeah. Make sense? If he didn't do that, yeah, if he didn't do that, he'd have claimed 18% here and paid some tax, then claimed 18% over here and paid some tax, 18% over here, paid some tax, and in year three here, this figure might be, let's call it 450 grand. I don't know what it would be, it doesn't matter. Yeah? So why do you want to claim it bit by bit? Why not claim the whole lot in one go and then use, use that loss going forward? Now, for your purposes, uh, Sean. Sean wants to start service accommodation, don't you? Yeah. And your question is, should I do it in a limited company or should I do it in my own name? Nadine, what's the answer for him? Limited company. Limited company. Marius, what do you reckon? Limited company. Henry? Uh, company. Sandra? Limited company. I'm going to be contrarian and say he should do it in his own name. What LLP? Yeah. What LLP? LLP is over his own name. Not, not that you. You had agreed. Hopefully, it's coming. <laughs> LFU own name. That's their own name. Oh, I'm going to be contrary and say you should LFU. Let's have a look. <laughs> First year, makes 200 grand profit. Same example as the one we used for Henry. Yeah? He claims cut allowances worth 200 grand. Yeah? No tax to pay. How much money is in his bank account? 200. If this isn't a cost per se, is it? So he's got 200 grand profit. Yes. In his bank account, he's got 200,000 pounds sat there. He claims the capital allowances, pays no tax. There's 200 grand in his bank account. Henry, uh, uh, Sean now says, Shaz, I want to take 50 grand out. If Sean takes 50 grand out from his company, is he going to pay tax or no? No, he's not going to pay tax. What? It's a loan. No, he's so taking out that as an income. 
the goal is just to keep it easy, okay? And the goal is third, okay? So, goal is 16 grand or whatever, yeah? So, no corporation tax, but it's got to pay income tax because he needs the money. Over here, 200 grand profit, 200 grand capital allowances, no tax to pay, he needs 50,000 pounds. How much tax is he going to pay? On the 50 grand. 20% MDS, he's going to pay nothing. Because remember, an LLP is transparent for tax purposes, so the capital allowances he's claimed on the income, which is all his and his partners, okay? He's claimed the capital allowances, there's no tax to pay. He can take all the 200 grand out and pay no tax. Yeah? Make sense? If you've got 200,000 in the let's not really talk about 200,000 in this company. Yeah. The capital allows the 200,000 pounds. Yeah. You haven't got any money now in the bank account. No, you have. That's a chance to be lost. It's not cash. When you're buying items, equipment, okay, plant machinery, usually you go to the bank, yeah. you get the money alone, whatever, okay, and then you invest that in your business, okay? Yeah. So this isn't a cost per se. This is an upfront investment. So when you do up your surgery and you buy the, all the stuff in the theatre and everything else, whatever it is, okay, you're, you're, you're going to loan your TSP or uh, HSPC or whatever. They'll give you half a million of uh, money. You invest that in your equipment, okay? Then, then what HMRC is saying is because this, this, this equipment loses value, we don't want you to lose out, okay? We claim an allowance against it. That allowance is this. This isn't a cost to you. Because you invest it in your, in your business up front, in so that you can make money. Yeah. But the government wants to incentivize trade, says, we don't want you to uh, lose out, uh, Mark. You've spent so much money on, on your building yeah. to be able to set your business up. We want to incentivize you to claim that as a cost that you're losing value. Yeah. That's this bit here. Right. So this money never goes out of your pocket. Yeah. This is 50 that you pay for at the start. Yeah? So this money stays in your bank all the time. Okay. The next capital allowance, this is the beauty. Yeah. You take the money out personally, separately an entity, you pay tax. Over here, Sean, no tax to pay because you use the capital allowances against the profits. So your taxable profit is zero. If your taxable profit is zero, you can take out the 200 grand or any figure and pay no, no extra tax. Oh. But you have, you have a small problem. That is this. If you keep buying service accommodation units, you keep growing this figure, 200,000, 400,000, million, two million, you're okay. The day you run out, okay, and you've got no more capital to death, okay, which could be uh, a long way away, then it's gonna be the other way around. Limited company, okay, uh, LLP, 200 grand profit, you're going to pay 19%, yeah? Yeah. Uh, tax versus total profit. And you're going, to, you're going to pay 20% if you have basic rate. 40% if you have higher rate. 45%. Okay. Now the tables turn. Here, if you take no money out, you only pay 19%. Here, you take no money out you still pay this. Because an LLP is transparent for tax purposes, so the individual partners pay tax on the profits, irrespective of whether or not they take the money out of the bank. 
But here, you only pay personal tax if you take the money out of the bank. Everybody with me so far? Henry, you okay with that? So you're saying that the LLPs are used for the startup phase, is it? Or for yeah. a limited period? For a limited period, as long as you are using your cover lounges. So Henry's a clever guy. Okay, sorry, uh, Sean. So you by the way, but Henry, Sean's a clever guy. He says, I'm going to start up five uh, service accommodation units, and he, he spends quite a bit on cover lounges. So he says all this, and year five, okay, he's paid no tax at all. So he's still cover lounges. Year five, he's got no cover lounges there. What do you think he can do for his business? Huh? Incorporate. Yeah? Okay? So he uses cover lounges while he can. Okay. If you're doing one service accommodation unit and you're spending twenty thousand pounds on it, it's not worth asking. So if you're gonna go yeah. for it, okay, and buy one every year, two every year, whatever, and have ten, three, twenty, which we've got quite a few clients, we've got ten, twenty, thirty plus units, yeah. Uh, then uh, it's worth doing. How many LLPs we can have? As many as you like, but if you're doing service accommodation, just have one. No benefit now in helping loads of companies. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, you're racking up accounting savings. Yeah. Good for me, bad for you. Okay. So, so my example you've given over there, with the capital allowances, you're saying it's up to 80 and 80. So what you're saying there is that we can actually spend the whole lump every year as well? Up to a million pounds now, yeah. up to 31st of March 2023, is 200 grand in any one go. So if you, so if you buy an, uh, a commercial office, and do it up, or if you buy service accommodation units, Nadim, you do them up. 10 to 200 grand in the same year. Yeah. In the year that you expend it. If you don't, the next year, you're going to claim 18%. So let's say you get involved something that was more than 200 grand. Yeah, you'd claim 200 grand in year one, yeah. after March 2023, yeah. and then the rest of the balance, you claim 18% in the following years. At 18%, I think it takes you about 20 odd years to claim the whole lot. Painful. Well, why? Up to 20, after March 23, you can claim 100%. No. From March 23. From, from right now, up yeah. to March 23, you can claim 100% of a million. After yeah. March 23, you can claim 100% of 200 grand. So if you expense more than 200 grand, you can claim 200,000 pounds. So let's say Nadine's expenses is 200 grand, you can claim 200 grand in, in March 2024. You can claim 200 grand. As the annual investment allowance, yeah. you have 100 grand, he carries forward and then claims 18% like you've done there. Yeah? Yeah. So you want to use your, so don't worry about anything else, keep a note in your mind, you want to claim the annual investment allowance yeah. as much as you can in the year of expenditure. Yeah. That's what you got to remember. This current year. This every year, every year. Yeah. Then next year it'll, it'll disappear. No, next year it'll be 200 grand. The year after is 200 grand. They're still being incentivized. Because of COVID, right. what, they, what they did was people weren't going to invest money, so they said up to a million quid. Incentivize them to spend more money. For that year. Yeah, and then it's been like that for a few years. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So AIA, claim it. Now pay 197. Again, so you don't have to worry about this, it's just there for guidance. You've got different pools, main pool, special rate pool, enhanced pool, short life, long life, short life, yeah? You don't have to worry about that. You're, you're accounting with uh, Yeah. Then you've got uh, paid 198 things which are special rate pool, okay? And you claim 
page 199, some of the things which are 18%, okay, uh, which go, go into your main pool. Again, nothing for you, for you to worry about. And then you do the enhanced pool and the couple launches. Don't worry about it. It's just there for information purposes. Page number 203, which is quite uh, a common question, because people go on these courses and say, as a percentage, what can I claim as capital allowances on a building? The answer is, it's not a percentage, it's based on what's actually in the building. Okay? But what I've done for you, as a guide, it's just a guide, say to you, if you're buying, let's say, a research facility, which is quite, or it's a high-tech manufacturing business or data center, expect to claim between 60 to 90 percent of the value of the property at the capital allowance. Wow, that's huge. Huge. And here's the other benefit, by the way. Let's talk about commercial property. No, these are old. Okay. So, Henry buys a commercial property for half a million. Come to see me, and we identify capital allowances. 150 grand. So we claim these against profit every single year, like we did on the previous session. So now, I'm what's the actual cost of the property to Henry? Okay. After five years, Henry sells the property for 650. How much profit has he made? Well, after five years, you say? Yeah, after five years. Mm -hmm. I'm just making it up. So, mm -hmm. how much have you made? Did you have it? 300. Yeah. Taxable, yeah. Sean, are you in agreement? Yes, 300. Yeah. Sandra, do you agree with them? Okay, but do you agree with them for now? Okay. Marius? Yeah. <laughs> Mark? Yeah, I do. Okay. What? The good news for you is this, for property uh, purposes, it doesn't matter what capital allowances you claim on a purchase of a property, your base cost remains far in the ground. So you get two bites of cherry. You claim this against your profits, but your base cost remains far in the ground, then you claim that against 650, okay? So, so you only pay tax on 650 minus the 500 grand, 150. Can you see that? So you've got two benefits now. Claim the capital allowances, but that doesn't, does not reduce the purchase price of your property. So you get two lots of benefit. So when we have to say that capital allowance on the claim against another company. Sorry? Capital allowance on the claim against another company. Now you claim when you don't name. So trade as well. Yeah. Can you give that example again? Of course can. Just three. Yeah. Just three. So you buy a that. property for 500 grand, Mark? Say that again. You buy a commercial property for 500 grand? Yep. So let's say you buy your next surgery. Yep. 500 grand from a doctor or a surgeon. Okay. We go in there and say it's got all these equipment up here and then chair and all that kind of stuff. with operating theatre, whatever. And that's worth 150. Yeah. In your first year of trading, or second year, we claim all these capital allowances. So we reduce your tax. Yep. After four or five years, you say, I've got enough shares now. I want to buy all those uh, houses on, or uh, 
properties in Harley Street and convert them to flats. So I want to sell this property. Yeah. We said it was 650 year five. Yeah. Okay. Even though you claimed that 150 for the property for capital allowances purposes, for your capital gains tax, the purchase price still remains at 500 grand. Even though you use the 150 from the 500 grand for yeah. capital allowances, that stays at 500 grand. So your capital gain is 650 minus the original price, 500, so you pay tax on 150. Really, it should be 350 to use the 150 elsewhere. But then you get two bites of cherry. But the point here is when you're buying commercial property, make sure we always stand up for lunch. Can I can't remember. I physically spent 650 there. Sorry? I physically have spent 650 there. No, you haven't spent 650 there. I bought 500 of the property. That's when 150k on the build. Um, this is when you're buying your property. So you're buying a commercial property. Right, so that 150 is what's account separate. That's in there. So marks by the, the surgery. That's already there. It's already there. And most people's most people don't claim what's already there. That's a bit of a So what you're saying is, when you buy a property... Commercial property. Commercial property, you go on and value what's in it. Yes. Oh, and that's where you're under the food, but yeah. then you can claim it from that. So if you go back to this side here, mm -hmm. Let me show you so, okay. so, 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 if you go to page 18, Sandra, that's exactly what we did. Page 18. That was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> All those are items, Sandra, that we can capital answer. We paid, remember, £500,000 for the New Moon Club, and 126000 of those were for capital allowance purposes, yeah? So even though you have actually installed that stuff, I get to claim it. You get to claim it. If the previous it. guy hasn't claimed it. Ah. Okay. So if you okay, so when you're buying the property, how do you find out whether he's claimed for it or not? So you come and talk to us. Yeah. And you solicited us in the corner which you've got Henry Nyland's report his purchase. Yeah. Uh, you got something called a CPSE, mm -hmm. Commercial Property Standard Inquiries. Mm -hmm. That's when the solicitor asks all the questions. There's a question number, I think 32 or 38 or whatever, on capital allowances. Mm -hmm. If you come and see me, it's a, it's a 32 there, Henry. Yeah. Question number 32. Uh, and we put in there that we're going to negotiate with the seller to find out what they've actually claimed, what they haven't claimed. Right. Most listers, as Henry knows, put in there 0 NA nil. If you put 0 NA nil, you can't claim anything. So you've got to be sharp on the button and at that time approach me or somebody else with those capital allowances. Make sure you can claim it. No, don't declare how much is there. We'll ask them and they will say, okay, we claimed X amount previously, so whatever's left over, you can claim. And we can do that with them. Can you show them about if there is a pension fund? They won't have claimed anything. They won't claim anything. But they're a pain in the ass uh, because they will try and stop you from claiming any capital allowances. Why? Oh, we can get around it. Why, why, why would they care? Because charities and pension funds are just awkward people because they've got the big firms working for them, I mean big charities. We didn't want to put Dan. They were a real pain in the ass. Uh, they had Shoesmith, which is a large corporate firm, acting for them. Okay? Oh, also, just, yeah. yeah, just, just you can't do it. So we had to fight with them, and in the end, uh, help Dan more, mind me saying. I think he's, he's hard. 500? About 500. Yeah, so, it's huge. And I can't remember how much he, he bought that building for. Uh, two million. Retirement, two million. We paid two million quid. Five hundred sixty thousand or two. Five sixty we came. It was a charity who owned I think about 
400 pubs up and down the UK. Big charity. Then they said, you can't pay anything. So the law firm, the vendor for the, the law firm for the vendor was being difficult. Difficult, yeah, yeah. And pension firms did very use for chance and all these big firms, okay? No, but the small SASs, the SAS is selling to you. Okay, okay, good. So, so not the question you asked, but the question I'm going to answer for you first. Right. If you're buying commercial property in a SAS, can you claim capital allowances? No. Yes. Why no? Because you're tax free. Yeah, why yes? It's, it's because you buy a commercial property oh. then you drive. Remember, a SAS doesn't pay any tax. So when you claim capital allowances, what are you going to use the capital allowances against? Nothing? Yeah? Yeah. So, the trick here is, if you're buying a commercial property, which it falls into one of these categories, and the top categories, like a, uh, a wind farm or a high-spec building, maybe don't buy that through your SAS. You've got a huge amount of capital allowances, Buy that when I repeat something else. Yeah? If you're buying a really boring and dull building, uh, then buy it through a SAS. So, so what Sorry. about what Friend about buy if the vendor is a SAS? Yeah. So you need to agree a, a capital allowance to the vendor of the SAS. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. SAS is They shouldn't care, right? They shouldn't care. About yeah. It doesn't bother them. Yeah. A big pension fund, which we're not going to buy because they've got a big portfolio, as you know. If you do, they're a pain in the ass. And what if the SAS is a big pension fund that's trusty? Does it matter? Does it matter? Remember, it's going to be just over a million pounds per person. The maximum it can be is 12 million, yeah? Yeah. It's going to have 11 people in there. At right. 1.08 million per person, we need to give you 12 million. And I've not seen many with. 11 people in there. Yeah. It's two, three, four people use. Five, I think, the biggest one I've seen. Okay, did you use the benefit? Yeah. Yeah. Set lounges, and you get two bites of cherries, but it's about to the same. Yeah? So it's a good question. So if I went to start putting all this heaters and modules and things back in, which is Then you, you claim all the first go under your AIA annual investment lounge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you find two sorts of AIA, all sorts of capital allowances. Yeah. Yeah. So you find both are capital allowances. AIA is an accelerated allowance. Yeah? If I buy a residential, but I want to use a service accommodation, you can claim, yes? So if doing the conveyancing process, can yes. I contact you? Uh, doing the conveyancing No, no, no. After. If you're buying a house, yeah. we can do it after. It's fine. Oh, after. Commercial property or anything else? Okay, there. Oh, okay. House is slightly different. Oh, okay. Why that, that, that would be different? Because when you buy a apartment company, that person never claims capital answers. They don't qualify. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.